If you noticed that I had a visible tattoo, would it make any difference in your opinion of me? Apparently for some it would, to the point they either acquire or avoid tattoos pretty much for the same reason. They believe tattoos change what people think about them. Hi, I'm Rex Rogers, and this is episode number 19 of Discerning What is Best, a podcast applying unchanging biblical principles in a rapidly changing world and a Christian worldview to current issues in everyday life. Tattoos are now visible in whatever direction you look. In the last decade, tattoos have gone mainstream. Nearly half of millennials report at least one tattoo, and the resurgent popularity of body art doesn't seem to have reached its cultural peak. Body art of some kind has apparently graced human skin since shortly after the Garden of Eden. Yet one would do well to remember that body ink in its current manifestation is a fashion fad, and by definition, fads are here today, gone tomorrow. Today, religious people, including Christians, get tattoos as a way of conveying their faith, including all manner of religious symbolism, crosses being the obvious favorite, but also doves, angels, biblical references, and more. In some parts of the world, this is an important means of identity. This is a different world from my youth when tattoos could only be found on three kinds of individuals. A few armed forces veterans sporting small arm tattoos, bikers and other assorted bad guys, or tattooed ladies at the carnival. Today, you can see tattoos on most of the prison population and among professional athletes, and the young woman serving you an omelet, innumerable college students, and not a few young pastors. But when I was a kid, religious leaders, if not adult culture in general, tended to frown upon the practice of getting tattoos. So I wonder why is it okay now to wear tattoos when it wasn't okay in my youth? And I wonder how do we decide to tattoo or not to tattoo? When Christians ask these questions, the first verse cited is the Old Testament book of Leviticus. Do not cut your bodies for the dead or put tattoo marks on yourselves. I am the Lord. Leviticus 19:28. Some people quote this verse as the letter of the law, thus the end of the argument. No tattoos ever. But this isn't a valid interpretation. This verse commanded the Israelites to avoid certain funeral practices wherein bodies were marked in some pagan hope of attaining a good afterlife. This verse doesn't really address present-day tattooing, and as part of the Israelites' ceremonial law, it does not directly apply to us today. So we look to the New Testament, only to discover that it says nothing about whether a person should get a tattoo. The fact is, God didn't give us a black and white yes or no answer on tattoos. He left it in the so-called gray area in between. So we have to figure out what to do and to be fully convinced in our own minds. In other words, God gave us enough other principles in Scripture for us to be able to decide this matter of conscience for ourselves. This is called Christian liberty. Since clearly God wants us to maintain a lifestyle that honors Him, we should make decisions or discern what is best. If we discern properly, we'll live according to God's command. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So let's summarize. God doesn't answer all of our cultural lifestyle questions and grants us Christian liberty to discern what is best. He expects us to choose in a manner that glorifies him. Tattoos are not proscribed in Scripture. So each person must decide whether, why, when, how, where, what to tattoo or not to tattoo. So to tattoo or not to tattoo. 
While we've discovered God didn't give us rules, we should remember that he did give us principles to help us answer this question, one of which is that not everything we can do, we should do. In 1 Corinthians, it says, I have the right to do anything. You say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. This podcast is about discerning what is best. If you find this thought-provoking and helpful, follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Download an episode for your friends. So to discern whether to tattoo or not to tattoo, we should ask ourselves and perhaps our confidants these questions. Do I want this body art for my entire life? Some say 90% of people who get tattoos later regret it. 5% regret it immediately. What will this tattoo say about me, what I believe? Like Christian body art sends a message, other symbols send different messages. Is the place and procedure I'm considering medically safe? Why am I getting a tattoo? Peer pressure? Rebellion? To look better? To look tough? Other? What will my tattoo look like in 20 or 30 years? Have you seen 30-year-old tattoos? They ain't pretty. Will the tattoo really look as cool or beautiful as I think? Or will it look silly, cheap, sad, revolting, or worse? If I get a tattoo, what might its existence prevent me from doing or experiencing later? A job? A profession? A relationship? Why shouldn't I get a temporary rather than a permanent tattoo? Now, for the record, I'm really not against all tattoos. They just perplex me. The Christian perspective on tattoos might best be described as rather than tattoo or no tattoo, tattoos are a matter of the values represented in what is portrayed and why. It gets down to making wise choices about what we place on our bodies, what it says about what we believe, and whether we seek to honor the Lord. Again, for me, it's about Christian liberty. Periodically, I see an understated tattoo that seems attractive like a delicate butterfly or a flower, or a tattoo that clearly means something, like a cross, or maybe a phrase like never forget, or maybe a flag. But mostly I see huge gaudy-looking tattoos, generally worn by men but not exclusively, that I don't understand. Five-inch tall grotesque figures or creatures, snakes on a guy's calf. Is this demonic figure how he sees the world or himself? Jagged barbed wire on a man's biceps. Does he feel tough or courageous with this ink on his arm? Men and sometimes women getting so many tattoos, the body art is no longer individually distinguishable. And the color is gone, just a run-together blue. Handsome men, hunks they are called. Like maybe soccer star David Beckham, who now makes money as a clothing model. Plastering his entire upper body, maybe more, I don't know, with multiple tattoos. Why? Does this make him cooler? More handsome? Now, I get why The Rock, actor Dwayne Johnson, tattooed his chest and shoulders. It sort of fits his Samoan heritage and his acting persona. If you're a mixed martial arts fighter like Conor McGregor, maybe all those tattoos make you look more formidable. But why would attractive models or actresses get multiple tattoos? What can ink add to their God-given beauty? As I said, tattoos perplex me. To hear some people tell it, tattoos are often acquired impulsively. In the early years, this is part of their public braggadocio. But tattoos last a lifetime. 
And impulsiveness isn't a good decision-making attribute no matter who you are or who you aspire to be. Now, if you already have a tattoo and want to get rid of it, removal is now possible if painful and expensive. Laser and other methods are available. I'm not suggesting a never-tattoo moral argument here. Just wondering aloud about a fad that I don't comprehend. Now, piercings are another subject. This I truly cannot understand, for in my estimation, piercings are about pain, not pleasure, beauty, or even functionality. The entire aesthetic conjures images of debasement. I believe you can make a moral argument against piercings. But even here, I admit, there is no clear mandate one way or another in Scripture. And you have to wonder where to draw the line. Two or five or six piercings? What about just two pierced ears featuring earrings on posts? In the ears, piercing is okay, but not in your nose, your lip, your tongue, your sexual body parts? I think a moral understanding of piercings can be developed, but it's challenging. Tattoos are both an ancient and contemporary practice, so maybe the word fad isn't accurate. Tattoos, it appears, are here to stay, but they still perplex me. Can you imagine Elizabeth Taylor or Carlton Heston with tattoos? I can't either. Well, we'll see you again soon. For more Christian commentary, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, Discerning What is Best, or check my website, R-E-X-M as in Martin, that's rexmrogers.com. And remember, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm. Thank you.